Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bring you a dynamic guest and topic. And today I want to introduce you to Dr. Leslie Phillips. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a speaker, author, workshop leader, a meditation teacher, healer, and clairvoyant reader. She began her career as a Ph.D. scientist and businesswoman in the biotechnology industry. However, Leslie was always interested in meditation and spirituality, and she developed her abilities in peril to her busy career. Before coming to Canada in 1998, she trained in meditation, healing, and clairvoyance at the School of Insight and Intuition in Richmond, U.K. She was also a member of the Rainbow Bridge DreamWork Group, where she explored dream incubation, dream reentry, astral travel, schematic journey, and dream symbol interpretation. Earlier in her spiritual journey, she received much guidance and experienced experienced many premonitions to her dreams, having kept a dream diary since childhood. Most of of her formal spiritual training was at the CDM Spiritual Teaching Center in Seattle, where she was mentored by a renowned author and speaker, Mary Ellen Flora. She graduated as an ordained minister in 2003 and from the Center's teaching program in 2005, when she began teaching classes and workshops for CDM Vancouver. She also holds a private and corporate meditation workshop. Subsequently, Dr. Phillips has taught taught and counseled over 1,000 individuals and presented at over 100 live events. She is known as a caring, gifted teacher and speaker that brings out the best in people. So welcome, Dr. Phillips. How are you? Oh, hello. I'm doing really great, thank you. Your book, uh, The the Midas Tree, tell us about your book. sounds so fabulous. Oh, absolutely. So The Midas Tree is a spiritual adventure story. It's a novel and most of the adventures in the novel take place in inside a tree. And uh, on one level, it's just a really fun read. Um, on another level, it's actually um, an analogy for man's enlightenment journey. And uh, and so, it, and it's a book that can be enjoyed by children anywhere from 10, 11, 12 years older, but also by adults. And uh, the hero in the book, his name is Joshua. And as he goes about his adventure inside the tree, he faces all sorts of challenges and obstacles. And he's given spiritual... spiritual... um, He's taught spiritual uh, mysteries which enable him to overcome these challenges. And so as you're reading the book, even though it's just a a story, at the same time you're learning the same things that he's learning. You're learning really real practical skills that you can put into practice in your own life to help you overcome your everyday challenges. Wow, that's exciting. Tell us about the divas in your book. Is that how you got pronounce it, divas? Yes, yeah, the divas. So the so the divas are these fairy-like creatures that live inside the Midas tree. And 
they are the teachers that Joshua encounters when he's on his adventures. And each of the divas is the keeper of an ancient spiritual secret. And so as he goes about his journey, he meets all of these different diva characters that are, and some of them are trickster-like characters, and some of them are more um, kindly um, teachers. Uh, but they all have lessons that they bestow upon Joshua um, that help him um, in his journey. Now, some of these, well, all of the divas have a, a different realm within the tree that they preside over. So the first diva that he meets is called Devadni, and her domain is in the roots of the tree. And so on, on one level, she, her job is to help the tree to stay firmly anchored in the soil um, through the root system. On another level... She's the keeper of an ancient spiritual secret called grounding, which is a meditation technique that we can all learn and practice to help us to stay really safe and solidly connected with the earth and fully present and in charge of our lives. And in each of these divas um, actually dresses uh, kind of in a, in a fun way which relates to uh, the, the domain that they oversee. And so, for example, Devadni dresses in, um, her clothes are made of fine root hairs. And, um, and of course, the name that each of the divas has relates to what they do. So Devadni is named after Avadni, which is um, one of the um, goddesses of the underworld. Wow, that sounds interesting. Um, how did you come to write the book and how did you come to find all these great names for the divas <laughs> so the the book uh wasn't written in an intellectual way and uh so i didn't sit down and uh and plan what i was going to write but it actually came to me as a spiritual download and so i've known for a long time that my i was going to write a a, a book of spiritual information and uh, I never was quite sure uh, what what was going to be in that book. But I came to a point in my life where I knew that this was, this was the right time. And so I focused my all my meditations on clearing any blocks to me, bringing through whatever it was that I, I was going to put in this book. And literally that night, um, everything in the book came to me as a spiritual download. And so wow. I was constantly turn, turning the light on and writing down notes. And by the time the morning came, I had an outline for the book. And then to write the book, all I really had to do was enter a meditative state and then use my spiritual vision, my spiritual sight, to watch the story unfold and write down what I was seeing. Wow, that, that's incredible. Um, I know that... Um a lot of the children feel that it's like an Alice in Wonderland, right? Exactly. It, it is. It's like Alice in Wonderland uh, or, or the Chronicles of Narnia or, or any of those kinds of books. Uh, the story starts with Joshua. He lives in this idyllic place called the Garden of Color and Light, and he discovers a magical golden acorn which transports him 
into another world inside a tree. So just like those uh, popular children's books, you know, you're you're starting with the um, the person, you know, in one place and being transported into a magical world somewhere else, where yes. the adventure begins. That's good. It makes I think that's something that helps people to want to read more when they can have fun doing it. How is the book being received, and how is it helping people? It's been received really well, and I've been surprised in a way at the range of people who have been enjoying the book. And so, um, you know, we mentioned that the children say it reminds them of Alice in Wonderland, but for the adults, it reminds them of books like The Celestine Prophecy or Illusions by Richard Bach, just from the perspective that, you know, it's a novel, it's a story, but at the same time, it's delivering spiritual truths about the nature of reality. And so, you know, I've had, I've heard from anything from a man who works as a uh, a financial advisor using the techniques that he learned in the book to help him in his uh, business negotiations to somebody using the techniques in the book to help them win a darts tournament to women who are going through a divorce or the loss of a child and finding that the techniques in the book help them to um, deal with their grief and also to make a spiritual connection uh, with, you know, in the case of the, the, the children that have passed on with their, with their loved ones. And then I've also heard from parents who've been reading the book with their with their children and are just delighted at, um, at 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 how the kids are able to just by listening to and enjoying this story get the deeper meaning because they're kind of like fables in a way or or, or I, I don't want to use the word parables but they're, they're stories with um, with a deeper message every chapter is a story that has a deeper message wow that's good yeah, is it? Can you teach a, medi- a meditation technique on the air? Absolutely, I can. I'd really love to do that. Um, how many minutes shall we take to do this? Well, let's see. We have um, we have fifteen minutes left. Why don't we come back and do it at the end? Because that way, I'll get all the other questions in. Could we do that? All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Because I want to make sure. Because some of the questions are really great. You have an interesting interesting background. You tra- I mean, you transitioned from being a scientist to a spiritual teacher. Can you tell tell us about that? Yes, it is. It's quite it's from one pole to the other, isn't it? You know, from this very heavy intellectual focus to now this more intuitive um focus. And um and I definitely think part of my job this lifetime is about balancing those two polarities and teaching other people how to do it you know and I, I feel very passionately that um, in our culture and in the world today that there is a skew towards the intellectual side of things and that many people have completely closed down their intellectual side and so you know my life journey was a little bit really i mean we are all spirit we are spiritual beings that's who we are and then 
you know, most of us go down, take a path that, in a way, creates the illusion that that's not the case. And, you know, we focus on all of these material, physical things. And um, and so the same thing kind of happened to me in that, you know, I embarked upon this, I did a PhD. I had a high-powered career in the pharmaceutical industry negotiating business deals. But at the same time, I... I was only, in a way, able to be half of who I was. And at the same time, I had this passion for spirituality. I did some very intensive spiritual training. And actually, for a long time, I felt like I was leading a double life and I couldn't completely be who I was when I was at work and I couldn't completely be who I was in, in my personal life. And so, And so, really, it was a process that took me a few years to get to the point where I said, you know, now I just have to completely be who I am. <laughs> That's true. And I'm sure you're happy you're doing it as well. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. Um, I I totally believe in intuition. I always listen to my intuition. And it, it, when I listen, it never guides me wrong. It's when I try to analyze it. You teach people to access their intuition both in the book and in your classes and coaching coaching session. Is intuition something we all have or is it a special gift that only a few of us have? It's something that every single human being on this planet has. And so, you know, a lot of people who um, have developed these gifts are out there, you know, proclaiming that they're special. And they are. Everybody's special. But it's certainly not true that, um, you know, other people can't learn to do what they do. It, it, I, I always use the analogy of, you know, I have a pair of eyes, right, and I can see you, and I can choose whether I'm using my eyes to see you or not. Just like we all have eyes, we all have an energy center in the center of our forehead. Um, you know, sometimes it's referred to, the, to as the third eye. Sometimes it's called the sixth chakra. Everybody has it, just like we've got arms and legs. It's a part of our um, energetic system. You know, and we can learn to activate and use that, or not. Right. You and, all, you, and that's just you also, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, and that's just one example. You know, the word intuition can cover a whole range of spiritual abilities. I use the example of clairvoyance, but there are other spiritual abilities as well. Um, and, and I'll give you a couple of examples: clairaudience, which is the ability to hear a spirit. Uh, claircognizance, which is the ability to simply know spiritual information, um, clairsentience, which is the ability to to feel on a spiritual level, and so you know, and so um, so and there are all of these can be referred to intu- as intuition, um, but it's it, there are many intuitive senses. You've also stated that meditation can help open creativity. Can you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely I can. I mean, meditation, it can help open creativity. It can help you open your intuition. And it can help you connect with your own higher guidance. And really, in all of those cases, what what it's about is it's about um, clearing what blocks you and what's in your way of... um, being um you know able to uh receive the wholeness of who you are um and also you know so that 
so that um, that creativity can flow smoothly and easily through you. And it's also, you know, meditation helps you to turn within and to tune out um, all of those external stimuli that can sometimes interfere with um, our connection with spirit or our connection with our creativity. How do you help, uh, say, someone, I know um, I'm very, in, in, have a strong intuition, but I have a tough time meditating because my mind is so busy that it's hard for me to quiet it down. So what would you, what would a tip be that you would give me? So there's a couple of things, and when we do a meditation technique at the end, this is one that can help with that. Um, one is I mentioned grounding as a spiritual technique, and this is a technique where that you can use to release disturbances, and it's any kind of disturbance at all. So if you have a busy mind, you can let go of those busy thoughts using that technique. There's also another technique called centering, where you place your consciousness in the center of your head and what that does is it kind of separates you from the thinking part of your brain which is your frontal lobes and so it kind of creates a separation for you so that you're able to be in a place of uh, of, 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 of stillness and um, where you can observe your thoughts and other body aspects without being um, drawn into them and taken away um, by them. I see. That sounds good. As well as being an author and meditation teacher, you you also do intuitive readings and healings, as well as being a spiritual coach. What is the purpose of this work that you do? And then also, after that, let people know how they can reach you and your website, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So, So the purpose with all of that is to help it is to empower people to consciously take charge of their own lives. It's to help people to connect with their own guidance. And it's to help people to let go of what blocks them from living the best life that they can, from um, fulfilling their life purpose. And so, you know, everything I do is geared to that end. The readings I do... Um, there are different types of readings that I do. Sometimes I do past life readings. Sometimes we, I do aura readings, um, you know, because I'm able to see the human energy field and give a person information on... Um, it's really a perspective of what's going on in their lives. It's a spiritual perspective of what's going on in their lives and, and the situations they've created and what have they created them in order to to learn about. So, um, but anyway, people, if they want to know more about the readings and healings that I do, they can go to my website, drlesliephillips.com, and uh, um, I'll and spell, spell my Leslie name. Because some, it's spell, yes, spell sometimes Leslie spell it wrong. Yeah, it, yeah so, it's, so it would be Dr. D-R, Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y, Phillips, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S, and dot um, com, and you can reach me at drlesliephillips at gmail dot com, and uh, and also if you go onto that website, there is a form that a contact form as well that you could you can fill out and you can um, book appointments through the website. I do a lot of my work on Skype, so it doesn't matter where you live, 
And if you want a healing or a reading, you don't have to be physically close to me. I can see you <laughs> and give you um, do energy work, even if you're on the other side of the planet. So that's not an obstacle. And um, and then I'll just for people who are interested in the book, it's for sale on Amazon. And there's also a, a website for the book, which is themidastree.com. And that's spelled T-H-E-M-I-D-A-S-T-R-E-E.com. And, uh, and you can go onto that website, find out more about the book, and then click through to Amazon um, to, to buy a copy. You're also on uh, Facebook and uh, see, Facebook, on Facebook and, and Twitter. Twitter. So what is your – how do they find – just your name, Dr. Leslie Phillips, on Facebook? Um, yes, Facebook, actually, I, there's – Yes, you can find um, me at uh, Dr. Leslie Phillips on Facebook, um, and uh, Dr. Leslie P is my Twitter um, address, and on Skype I'm Dr. Leslie Phillips as well. Okay, great. All right, before we go in, there's somebody, you know, there's I don't know if you know her, Dr. Roberta Schaller, do you know her? I don't know. I'm going to make a contact. The two of you have so much in common. She lives in Southern California, but she was originally from Canada as well. So I will make a connection because you two have, I can't believe it. You're just, yes, and she would love to meet you, I'm sure. So oh, that would uh, be we, great. Yeah, and uh, her, her, if you do, doc, you just do Dr. Roberta Schaller, and she spells it R-H-O-B-E-R-T-A and S-H-A-L-E-R. So anyway, I will do the intro, but if you want to look her up and see, she's written about 20 books, but you guys have so much oh. in common. It's unbelievable. Um, let's, that would we be have phenomenal. About, <laughs> we have about seven, looks like we have about uh, seven minutes. So let's say six minutes so I can close the show to do, does that give you enough time to do? Absolutely it does, yes, yeah, absolutely. So um Let's do that. Let's do a brief meditation together, and we'll we'll learn how to do grounding, and um, and this it's a very simple technique. But even if you only learn one meditation technique in your whole life, this is one that you can use to change your entire life, to take charge of your entire life. So let's do that now. So I just invite everybody to sit with their feet flat on the floor, their hands resting in their lap. Take a nice deep breath in and out and in and out. And then as you breathe deeply, just use your breath to just bring your conscious awareness to your physical body, bring you into the here and now. And continue to breathe deeply while we do this meditation, but I'll just invite you all to tune in to an energy center that exists near the base of your spine. So be aware of that area in your body near the base of your spine, and then just start to create a flow of energy that goes from there all the way to the center of the earth. And this is pure energy. 
and so it will flow easily and it will flow effortlessly through all the layers of the earth. It will flow through the chair that you're sitting in. It will flow through the floor of the room, the foundations of the building, and it will just travel deep down through the layers of the planet until it reaches the center of the earth. And so just allow yourself to relax and enjoy that sensation of being grounded. Take a moment to tune into your physical body and just be aware of how your physical body is responding to you, the spiritual being, grounding through it. And it may be a familiar sensation, or it might not be. It might feel completely new to you. So just be aware of how you're responding to this meditation technique. And you might even want to allow a word or phrase to pop into your mind that describes what being grounded feels like for you. Now, one of the things that you can do with this technique is you can use it to release unwanted energy. So right now, just be aware of, of your physical body and notice if there's anywhere in your physical body that's feeling uncomfortable. So notice if you feel any physical pain, any tension, any stress, busy thoughts, <laughs> upset emotions, whatever it is. So just choose one thing for you that you would like to let go of right now. And then all you have to do to release it is just to allow that energy to flow away down your grounding cord. So release your pain or your all the stress or the tension. Release it down your grounding. Let go of absolutely anything and everything that is uncomfortable for you using this technique. Wow, that is powerful. Mm-hmm. I thought of the word peaceful. Peaceful, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And, and of course, there's no right or wrong word. So, you know, peaceful is a word that people will often um, say. Some people will say safe. Some people will say strong. Um yeah, it's a very powerful technique. Oh, that's great. Well, we've been listening to Dr. Leslie Phillips, who is an author, speaker, workshop leader, meditation teacher, healer, and clairvoyant reader. You can learn more about her at www.drlesliephillips.com, and that's Dr. D-R-L-E-S-L-E-Y, Phillips.com. And her book, The Midas Tree, you can find out more information on www.themidastree, and that's T-H-E-M-I-D-A-S-T-R-E-E dot com. I want to thank you so much for being a guest tonight. It was very, very interesting. Uh, before we go, I think you mentioned that you have some other things in the work, and you might want. we have just a few minutes to share that. Yes. I mean, one of the things I'm really passionate about is helping children to stay in touch with their intuition 
and also learn how to meditate to help them cope with um, the stresses of life. And so one of the things that I'm working on is a guidebook that teachers and parents can use in conjunction with the Midas tree to help them use the stories in the book to teach their children um, how to meditate. And, um, and then I also have some sequels planned for the Midas tree as well. There's a total of seven sequels planned um, for the book. And, uh, and so, yes, I'm going to be busy. Wow, that sounds great. Um, so, anyway, we're closing off the show. You've been listening to the Diva Strategies for Success. And, again, my guest tonight was Dr. Leslie Phillips, who is who's in Vancouver, Canada, a beautiful place. Our show next week will have uh, Doc, uh, Joanne Corley, the founder of The Human Sphere, and the topic will be The Force Within. Thank you again for tuning in to Diva Strategies for Success. Bye now. <laughs>